John the Baptist and Jesus, go ahead guys, John the Baptist and Jesus both preached repentance. This is after John is arrested and Jesus picks up John's preaching and says the same thing that John preached, repent and believe in the gospel. Repent, it's a call to conversion, a conversion that God is calling all of us to. Even every day, each and every day, we are called to some type of conversion. Every day, a turning. In Hebrew, the word for conversion means turning around. Some of us may need to do a full-blown U-turn in little turns each and every day. Our readings today began with Jonah. Why did God call Jonah? God called Jonah to preach. And in the gospel, God calls Peter and Andrew, James and John. They're called to follow Jesus. We can summarize the readings and say there is an urgency to follow the Lord. An urgency of the call to hear him, obey him, and follow him. The major theme of the readings for this third Sunday in ordinary time. In other words, drop what you're doing and come now. Like mom and dad calling us to the dinner table, calling us from outside and playing in the summertime, calling us from our rooms. Stop, drop what you're doing and come now. Our first reading is taken from the prophet Jonah chapter 3. We see the, this reading in the liturgy on a handful of occasions in which there's the themes of repentance, forgiveness of sin, and conversion. This selection from Jonah chapter 3 is read today to set up a parallel with the opening of Jesus' preaching. His preaching mission in Mark's gospel, it's the opening of Mark's gospel chapter 1. Between Jonah and Jesus, we see both comparisons and contrasts. They share a prophetic role and their message or call for repentance. We also hear this reading from Jonah chapter 3 proclaimed on the Wednesday in the first week of Lent. So we're going to hear this again in about a month. What's the takeaway from this reading from Jonah? Those who are humble are taught by God. Those who are humble are taught by God. That's the message of Jonah. That's the message of the gospel too. The Ninevites, as well as the fishermen of Galilee, were simple, common people willing to listen to God's voice and be instructed. Pride plugs our ears. The proud cannot receive the message to repent and turn toward God. The proud don't believe that they, that they need to repent. St. Paul here in the 1 Corinthians, our second reading, reminds us that the time to respond to God's call is not infinite. Christ will return. Even if he does not return in our lifetime, there's a certain appointment with God toward which we are all headed. We call that death. St. Paul urges detachment from things of the world. We cannot be controlled by our relationships, our emotions, or our possessions. The importance of all these things has been relativized, I'd say radically, by our relationship with God and the, and the revelation that this world is not eternal. 
Heeding the call of God in our lives, in whatever form that may take, takes priority over all our other commitments, our occupations, and the numerous, countless, infinite distractions in our world today. In our gospel today, in Mark's gospel, we hear Jesus say, the kingdom of God. It's not a phrase in all of the Old Testament. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is both divine and human, as Jesus is both son of God and son of David. Jesus is the king, and he needs royal officers. This is where the Galilean fishermen come in, Peter, Andrew, James, and John. They will be groomed as viceroys in the kingdom. Jesus calls them to himself and promises to make them what? Fishers of men. This fulfills the prophecy of Jeremiah from Jeremiah chapter 16, which we hear, look, look, oracle of the Lord, I will send many fishermen to catch them. After that, I will send many hunters to hunt them out from every mountain and hill and rocky crevice. Of course, this is a different context in Jeremiah. This prophecy referred to judgment. God would send fishermen and hunters to hunt down the rebellious Israelites who defy his word. But in the fulfillment of Jeremiah's prophecy in Jesus' ministry, the sense is switched. Now God is sending, or now God in Jesus is sending out fishermen and hunters to recover his people Israel, as well as all the nations. God's desire to save all men, all the nations, is a strong connecting theme between the first reading and the gospel. Just as God in the Old Testament called Jonah and sent him to the Gentiles, so Jesus in the gospel calls the apostles so they may later be sent to the Greeks, the Romans, and other Gentiles. The response of the apostles sets an example for us. Simon and Andrew abandoned their nets, whereas James and John left their father in the boat. They gave up their profession, their livelihood, their family, their family relationships to follow Jesus. All of us need to be ready to do that. If the Lord is calling us, wherever and whatever he's calling us from. Of course, for many of us, following Jesus faithfully may mean doing a better job at our professions or maybe some of the younger folks doing better at school or in your circle of friends or caring, caring more deeply for our families. So the point is not that the professions or family, family relationships are inherently bad. No, but following Jesus is most important for all of us and nothing can take, nothing can take priority over obedience to God. What is Jesus calling you to abandon in order to follow him closer or more closely this week? What is he calling you to abandon in order to follow him this week? For some, it may be truly dramatic. It may be a big U-turn, a 180. It could be quitting your job and entering formation for the priesthood or religious life. For others, it may mean dropping the hobby, the hobby, that hobby or obsession that dominates your thoughts and affections, your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, and keeps you from prayer. 
and union with God, intimacy with God, and loving the people around you. For still others, it may mean ending a relationship that isn't healthy and isn't leading you towards Jesus Christ. This requires discernment. This, this, this requires quiet time. This requires prayer and sometimes with the assistance of spiritual direction. Most of all, all of us, myself, more than any of you, needs more humility. We need humility to recognize where we have been sinful, where we have resisted, and what we know to be God's will and his word. We need to abandon whatever that sin is, whatever that bad habit is, and reaffirm Jesus as our king and follow him so we can enter his kingdom. Amen.